Hi guys, it's Ashley from Ashley Speaks, and I thank you for tuning into my podcast from this week. And for all of you who've been tuning in every week, this has been, I can't believe I'm doing this. It, it was what God called me to do, and it's it required me stepping out of my comfort zone and staying committed and being consistent. And I... It's just been a blast just to seek his face for what he wants me to share with you guys. It's been things that I've been going through myself, things that I've overcame. I just want to share a word with you, um, testimony, as well as some encouraging words from the word um, of God. So on this morning, the topic is contentment over comparison, digital dilemmas look at Philippians 4 and 11 it says I am not saying this because I'm in need for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances it's okay to know when you're not content with your life and you'll know this because your relationship with God will be affected because you're not trusting him to, prov- to provide um, what's best for you in the past weeks I've expressed continually to allow God to fill the emptiness in in you wherever you may be feeling empty and that you can only ultimately be fulfilled by pursuing the contentment that God wants for you not the temporary pleasures that the world has to offer every morning we are presented with images thoughts words or ideas that try to pull us away from him and put our focus on the fast pace of this life the temporary pleasures the news the distractions the messages on tv focusing on brokenness around us and the infomercials selling products that promise perfection and the social media that constantly encourages us to compare and to compete and to compare and to compete We start feeling discontent because we soak up the images of people who seem to have life figured all out. You know, the great families, the perfect bodies, the happiness painted on their faces with only a hint of filter on their pictures. We scroll through social media instantly feeling as if we are lacking in comparison to the lavish lifestyles. The the new dress every weekend from the boutique, the new stilettos, or the new weave that they buy while we have to settle for the second-hand consignment stores and the hair extensions from two years ago that's stiffed and damaged from heat. We focused on the material possessions that others have and, and what we don't have. And it's difficult to be human. But think about being human and a follower of faith, a follower of Christ. It's so hard to find appreciation for who you are and where you're going when there's so much around you that makes you feel as if you're never measure up. Some people use this as a way to let them be stuck and not move on and feel discouraged. I mean, I use it as a way to better myself. I didn't realize I was competing with the world. I felt like, hey, I mean, I'm a believer of Jesus. And I know what he says. I know he has a plan for me. I know he can make a way out of no way. But I just, I was like, I shouldn't be this far behind, you know. I I began to get discouraged and try to make my own plan work. And instead of trusting God's timing, I made faith looked like a hindrance rather than a blessing and I liked patience and I wanted what I wanted and I wanted it right then and the truth is that God's plan is far greater than a temporary satisfaction of this earth greater than those sips of alcohol that I drink every day the fancy clothes the bodies that only care about us for a period of time the parties that were over in the morning following Jesus doesn't leave you with doubt in your mind and comparison and always wanting to compete, constantly scrolling through your news feed to see what everyone else is doing and trying to determine how you should feel in comparison. Guys, following Jesus is not about the things of this world. 
but it's about him and his ultimate sacrifice and how he gave his son so that nothing we face in this life will ever matter more than his never-ending love for you and me. Following Jesus is putting our focus on what we are called to do here on earth and the life after this one. And I know so much of this life will try to distract us, try to pull us away from God's will and plan for our lives, try to, to pull us away from God's truth. So much will look shiny and look perfect and look like what we really, truly want. But we can't let ourselves be fooled. Because some people, some people are so bound. They are, you know, they are putting on this front for people outside. For people, they are seeking attention from people. They are seeking validation from people who who aren't even valid. (laughs) People aren't even valid themselves. And they try to seek validation from other people who aren't even valid. They are you know, in sin and trying to put on this front and trying to, you know, pretend to be something that they're not. We we can't be fooled. Now, being content is a choice, guys. Paul said, I have learned to be content. God did not give him the ability to do it. We must learn to put it into practice. It's a choice that we make. Then we have to be able to discern things that are eternal and the things that are temporal. We have to realize that God, that God, he has a... An eternal plan for us beyond what we can ever imagine. If our vision of the future is set on this physical life here on earth, the life that just it it ends, we will never be content. In First Timothy, the sixth chapter, in the sixth verse or the eighth verse, Paul said, But godliness with contentment is a great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we'll be content with that. Things in this life won't seem to be fair or to go as it should go. But by faith, we must trust that God's plan for our eternal future with him. And these temporary setbacks here on earth are for our benefit. In Isaiah 55 and the ninth verse, it says, We have to trust God whose ways are higher than our ways and whose thoughts are higher than our thoughts. (laughs) That's amazing. Then, of course, we have to be grateful you can't be grateful and unsatisfied and discontent all at the same time. You must always be grateful and give thanks unto God. Even when things are not necessarily going our way, there's much to be thankful for. In Colossians 1 and 12 through the 14th verse, it says, Giving joyful thanks to our God, the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son that he loves. In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. We can be thankful and grateful for that because God is on our side. Lastly, we can be content in making sure we are constantly pursuing God's will and God's plan for us. We, we may have a strong desire and a strong drive to accomplish some great thing for God. We set our hearts on this task and we do it all in the power to make things happen, you know, for the sake of the call. (laughs) You know, the call is worthy, and the results are beyond amazing. But for some reason, we just aren't satisfied. We need a bigger calling. We need better results. We we need more effort. The more we achieve for God, the more we want to achieve. And it sounds as if if we committed to the, the vision, right? It sounds as if, you know, God has given... As this ultimate task and we are, you know, committed and we are striving to achieve it. But if that was true, there would be peace and contentment. When we begin to feel unsatisfied in our calling, we must check to see if it is motivation rather than inspiration of Jesus that is driving us. Motivation is, you know, that outside, that external 
force of a man while inspiration is internal it's an internal move of God and if we are being motivated to accomplish something great for God there would be there would never be peace actually we'll always be motivated to please man and get their attention and make them like us try to get them to love us by what we do for them and we will never be satisfied I want to be successful. I want to be recognized. I want to be valued. I want to feel important. I want to, I want their attention. I want to feel included. They they will notice me if I do this. They will want to be my friend if I do this. They will make me a part of their family if I do this. If I look like this, if I sound like this, I will finally be appreciated. I'll finally get that chance to to make myself known. I'll finally be admired. I I want others to acknowledge me for what I've accomplished for God. But on the other hand, if that inspiration from God on the inside, it won't have you worried about none of that. <laughs> you won't be worried about any of that. The goal of inspiration is not to bring honor to ourselves, but to God. It won't even matter if our name gets called. It won't even matter if they actually support the vision, if they buy your book, or if they, you know, ask you to come to their event and, and sing. Or It won't even matter, y'all. It won't matter if you get recognition. It won't matter if they support everyone else but you. It won't matter if you get the credit or if anyone notices what you're doing. Our only desire will be for God to be glorified if we are getting that inspiration from God and not motivated by our flesh. To sum up, when we reach contentment, we must accept that we can't do everything that needs to be done too, guys. There will be much work to do. Everyone has this calling to help fulfill God's will on earth. And we can't do everything. There will be much work to do and multitudes of people to be reached and saved. But God has not called just one person. Or he hasn't just called or gifted one individual to do everything by himself. We can't forget that God knows about all the needs and all the work that needs to be done and all the people that need to be reached. He is still in control. And he's working in the lives of other believers. We must concentrate on that which we have been called to do. We must trust that God is raising up other people to do other things that we may not have time or energy to do by ourselves. And when we remember this, when we remember that God is in control, we can have peace and learn to be content. And that, that is amazing. We won't have to worry about competition. We won't have to worry about comparing ourselves, um, our gifts with other people's gifts. I want to pray right now for you guys today if you would just join me in talking to Jesus Heavenly Father Lord God we thank you Lord God for this new day for this new beginning and this new season that we are in Lord God I thank you for the people who are listening to this podcast on this morning Lord God I pray that you would mend the broken pieces of their heart back together Lord God that you would give them peace and joy and help them to be content in the season that they are in Lord God I pray that your people will be grateful Lord God and joyful about all the things that they have accomplished for you and with you by their side Lord God I pray that they won't be discouraged when the world around them seems to have it all together Lord God and that they seem that they may not have accomplished enough Lord God but they continue to trust in you, O oh God, and stand on your promises, O oh God. Thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace for your children on this morning, O oh God. Thank you for removing our sins. And we thank you for letting your people know on this morning that you love them and that you have plans for them, O oh God. And that this season that they are in is just preparing them. It's prepping them for what you have called them to do, O oh God. I pray that the believers and the non-believers on this morning 
that the believers will step forth and be bold to share your gospel to those who don't know you so that they too may want to have a relationship with you, Lord God. Set free those who are bound, Lord God. Renew, restore in the name of Jesus. Put us back into alignment to what you want us to do, into your will and your way, O God. We ask all these things, and we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to Ashley Speaks on this week. And I really hope that you can find contentment on this morning. Find contentment and just allow God to continue to use you. Don't be discouraged. Don't take your eyes off the prize. Don't take your eyes off the prize. Don't get discouraged. Don't look at what's going on around you. I know that feeling. I know. And also, find that inspiration from God, the internal inspiration. Don't be motivated by the outward man. Don't be motivated by your flesh. Because it will always steer you off track. It will always make you feel unsatisfied and have you searching for other things, meaningless things, and gets you out of the will of God. I love you so much, and tune in next week to Ashley Speaks.